When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's going on, Pats Nation? This is the CLNS Media Network's Patriots postgame show. Late night. And what a late night it is, Mar. Final score. From Detroit, 26 to 10, the Detroit Lions defeat the New England Patriots. The student got the best of the teacher. Matt Patricia beat Bill Belichick in his first game against his former team. But the real story of the game tonight, Marv, is what a sorry and sad game the New England Patriots played tonight versus the Lions. Let's not get it twisted, Mike. Use those words right. It was a beat down. The Detroit Lions had a game plan, and they perfected it perfectly against the New England Patriots. Patriots looked sorry out there, and the Lions had, like I said, the game plan, it worked. They used the running game. Carry on Johnson. Finally, the Lions got themselves a running back. 16 carries, 101 yards. LeGarrette Blunt, 16 carries, 48 yards. It was run, run, run down the throats of the Patriots defense and the holes were there, bro. Big, big holes throughout the whole game with that the defensive line could not stop whatsoever. And that's a concerning, concerning thing if you're a New England Patriots fan. This Patriots defense is trash. Trash. The defensive line is trash. You can't stop the run whatsoever. And Give it up to the, the Lions, man. They perfected their plan perfectly. Stafford had a pretty good game himself, 27 for 36, 262 yards, two touchdowns and an interception. Great game from the Detroit Lions. You know, it's funny. Last week when the Patriots faced uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars and we watched this game, you saw that, you know, honestly, the, the Patriots offense – they have their struggles, but it wasn't really the issue. It was the defense last week against the Jaguars that kind of failed the Patriots. This week and tonight against the Jacksonville Jaguars, not only did you know the defense, in a sense, fail the Patriots, but the offense was nowhere to be found, too. You're looking at Tom Brady's stats. This guy finished the game 14 of 26 mm. in 133 yards. Mm. Those are... Maybe for another quarterback, those are bad stats. Maybe for another quarterback, you're like, all right, these are bad stats. All right. For Tom Brady, those are like career worst stats. Brady doesn't throw 14 of 20. I don't remember the last time I've seen Brady complete less than 
20 something passes in a game. It should does it just doesn't happen for Tom Brady and to see stats like that. And just in a total, you know, Brady had a bad game. I won't sugarcoat it. Brady had a bad game. You know, he missed guys. He missed guys down the field, you know, throwing into double coverage. It Brady, Josh McDaniels, it was just bad. A bad a game plan through bad for the offense. You know, obviously, you know, one thing that was really talked about throughout the game. Uh, was the fact that Brady doesn't have options. Brady doesn't have real weapons. Take away Gronkowski, and Brady doesn't have anything out there. And, you know, obviously the stats will show that. It just seems like, you know, Gronkowski was the guy, and other than that, Brady doesn't really have anybody to pass to. If you look at the stats, Gronkowski, you know, five targets, four receptions, 51 yards. Uh, Chris Hogan, four, four targets, three receptions, 31 yards. And then it was basically Burkhead and White, you know, Pitching, pitching in here and there with a couple of reception themselves, but it seems like, again, something that's talked about. Brady doesn't have too many options to pass to. In the in the first game of the season, it didn't seem like it didn't matter. Right. He had right. his guy. Right. He had whole, uh, Dorsett and, and and White. White Patterson was doing his thing. You know, last game, ah, okay. They made it work. Again, they lost to the Jaguars, but it seemed like something was happening. It just seemed like it's been a downward slope from the start of the game to today. What's happening is now teams get it. Stop Gronk. Double, <laughs> double team Gronk and force Hogan and Dorsett to make plays. Like I've been saying now, Hogan's not that guy. He's not a guy that's going to cause separation. He's just not it. And now you have Dorsett, and we're seeing that he's limited. You know, he's not going to cause separation as well. So you, you're able to stop Gronk. Now you're missing playmakers. You're missing playmakers from the offensive side, and you're missing playmakers on the defensive side. There's no one out there that's really going out there and making plays. Trey Flowers, you know, he didn't play again today. He's a, he's a big hole. You could see that he was – you missed him. I think it was only Dietrich Wise who was really trying to pump up this defense and really get everyone going. Dietrich Wise made a couple of plays, and that's when Bentley got the interception. So you're missing you're missing that heart and soul. You got Edelman coming back soon after week four. You have this secret weapon. You have a secret weapon in Josh Gordon now that we that can change things up a little bit. I'm looking at these comments, man, you know. I think it was D. Murphy. I can't go back to the 80s and early 90s. Losing is awful. It sucks. Sure does. <laughs> right now it sucks, but let's not let's not go there. Let's not go 80s, 90s. I'm still Mike. I'm still optimistic. I think losing, not having Edelman, not having Trey Flowers, you're getting Josh Gordon coming back. Things things are gonna look up, but take those away. Patriots shouldn't have lost to its, this Detroit Lions team. Yeah, at all. you know, if if you're if you're a Patriots fan, and you look at you know the season, and then you look at the last you know couple of seasons, the way the beginning of the season has kind of unfolded, similar to what we've seen over the last couple of years. Patriots probably come out a little rocky. They have a game where they either get smacked in the mouth or they just lose to a bad team. Same things happened so far. You know, you kind of got smacked in the mouth against the Jaguars. You lose a terrible game to a team who's probably, you know, coming into this game the worst team in the NFL possibly. So, you know, the optimism I think is there, but obviously the worry is right there at the same time because no one expected in the 
I didn't expect, and I, I don't think anybody expected the Patriots to play the way they did against the Lions tonight. Um, especially, like I said last week, it's a bounce back game. You just right. lost to the Jaguars. Okay, you feel like the great Bill Belichick, his coaching staff, his team, they're going to rally together, go through practice, go through the film sessions, do what they have to do, and they're going to come back and have a you know a solid, dominant performance against the Lions, and that did not happen. You know, obviously, again, like I said, you feel like they'll get they'll, they'll right the ship and things will head in the right direction. This has been something we've seen in the last previous last couple of seasons, but to play the way you did the last two weeks, last two games, it's going to start coming up, especially in the media of, you know, is the Brady Belichick empire finally running oh, its course? This week is, is going to be all is Tom Brady all that. game like tonight is Tom Brady finally you know, reaching that cliff and, and uh, getting ready to fall off the cliff, you know, the questions are going to come about. And, you know, that's just the honest and brutal truth of the situation is, you know, in this current state, after this week three game, what is the state of the New England Patriots? I mean, Mike, <laughs> there's a lot of things you can go off. My biggest beef, I'm going to tell you guys right now, my biggest beef right now with this game was the play calling. The play calling. Look, I get it. Sony Michelle, you're working them in. But there's a lot of plays now where you, you're force-feeding Sony Michelle to make something out of nothing, and it's just not working. 14 carries for 50 yards. Not a bad performance, but not a great performance. Josh McDaniels, he's a guy I've been saying for a while, and he's just so stubborn. When something's not working, he continues to go with that game plan instead of switching things up when it's not working. And that that's detrimental to the offense. I, the play calling was ridiculous. Brady, once again, bad game. Bad game, forcing balls into double coverage. And it could be the receivers as well, not getting that separation. So he just has to force it into double coverage and try to hope for something to happen. But when Gronk gets the most targets, five, gets five targets, four, four receptions for 51 yards, you know it's a bad game. Rex Burkhead, he's a key, key factor to your offense. He gets hurt. This guy gets hurt almost at once a game now. <laughs> once a game, he, he has a knickknack injury, and that's starting to affect the team as well. So you need playmakers on offense, and you, you're losing out on that. Last week, Mike, we talked about going to this game where you worried. I brought you. I brought up the three-headed monsters and Galloway, Tate, and Jones. They had a great game. Sure did. Marvin Jones, four receptions, 69 yards, touchdown. Golden Tate, six receptions, 69 yards. Kenny Galloway, six receptions, 53 yards. The, the secondary, not only can't you stop the run, you have a bad secondary. Your secondary is trash as well. So now that that's a lot of problems you have to fix. A lot yeah, of problems. If you can't stop the run and your secondary is bad, look, I'm not saying push the panic button, but your hand's over it. Oh yeah, your hands, your hands hovering over it because that this Lions team is not a good team. Sure. <laughs> let's put it, let's put it out there. This is not a good team. We saw what the Jets did to them, and we saw the 49ers put up points against them as well. And you were only able to put up ten. I think that's where a lot of the worry and maybe the panic kind of comes in is because, again, like you just said, you saw what the Jets did against them. You saw what the 49ers did against them. And obviously, I think a lot of people will agree with the fact that the Patriots are a better team than the 49ers and the Jets. And they could only 
manage 10 points against this team. You know, again, I look at the offense and a guy that's been hot for the Patriots offense, you know, talk about if they struggle or whatever the case may be, a guy who's been hot for the Patriots offense, you know, Dorsett. Right. You know, Philip Dorsett has been Brady, in a, in a sense, go-to guy. It's not Gronkowski, it's, it's been Dorsett. You know, we talked about last show, Hogan's kind of taking a back seat, a back seat because it's just been all Dorsett and a little bit of Gronkowski coming in. And the fact that Dorsett went this game without a single reception, shocking to me. I mean, that's just a probably a minor problem in the bigger picture of the, the offense and the play call and everything that comes along with it. But when your top guy, in a sense, doesn't do anything, it's just it's just a bad day. You know, obviously, you go, you're, you're, you have to kind of, you have to kind of deal, play with the cards you've been dealt. And the fact that you don't have Edelman back yet, you signed Josh Gordon, this amazing talent, but he's probably not fully ready yet. Maybe, you know, he's a week away uh, in terms of probably getting the playbook down and, you know, getting over his hamstring injury. But, you know, Brady's been a guy over the years that he's been dealt horrible cards sometimes in terms of who he has as weapons and, and, and options in, in the passing game. And you just let this this team, this defense, and it's so it's so crazy to me because the fact that okay, Matt Patricia has been a defensive coordinator. <laughs> this might have been the greatest defensive game Matt Patricia put together in all of his coaching career. Mike, you've been you've been hampering off Patricia for how this many dude years shut me now? the hell up. And he said, No, I got something for you, Mike. <laughs> he shut me the hell up. He had probably his greatest defensive game of his career. I'm talking all those years of the Patriots. Because if you really think about it, has Matt Patricia ever faced a team as elite as the Patriots? No, because the Patriots are the cream of the crop. So he had an opportunity to, to, to coach against the New England Patriots, and his team managed to hold the Patriots to 10 points. Wow. And it, and wow. You know, a lot of people gonna say, oh, Patricia has, has an advantage. You know, he knows Patriots offense. But Patriots have the same advantage. They know how Patricia runs his defense. They, they know exactly how Patricia's going to run their defense, how to attack it. And they were still not able to, you know, access that. So we came and say, oh, you know, what happened this, that, and the third? And, you know, Dreamville's asking, where was James White? I'm, I'm with you. Where was James White? You know, this is a guy, Mike said Dorsett has been, you know, Brady's go-to guy. I would like to disagree. It's been James White. After Gronk, James White has been Brady's go-to guy. And for some reason, you know, like I'm going to continue saying all week, Josh McDaniels had a horrible game. Josh McDaniels' game plan was horrible. And James White was nowhere to be seen. He's a guy, when you need those extra yards, you throw it to him in the backfield, he'll make a play. James White, three receptions, 14 yards. He had the touchdown, and then boom, nowhere to be found. Where was James White? Especially when you don't have Burkhead in the game, you know he's hurt. James White was nowhere to be found. So I agree with you, Dreamville. I mean, I think, obviously, yes, James White is a guy who Brady depends upon a lot. But I think in just in general, you know, the, the, the targets were low. I mean, obviously, five Gronk led the way with five targets, but – you know, if you look at a lot of the games that Gronk has played, five targets are low, and the fact that it it just was a, a it was just was a you know a whole Brady wasn't able to get the ball out. Period. 
period. You know, Brady just wasn't able to sit back in the pocket and and feed the ball to different guys. You know, five five targets, four targets, three targets. You know, Brady's very good at force feeding a guy in need be. No problem at all. But I just think the way, you know, a combination of the defensive game plan from the Lions and, again, maybe it's Josh McDaniels having pl- bad play calling, you know, 14 completions. That's it's bad. That's, that's a very that's a very low number for that's, Tom Brady. That's why I started off by you know congratulating the Lions with their with their plan running running down the Patriots' throat, and that's what they did. They ran it down their throat and killed time. Took Brady off. Took Brady off the field, and it worked. Carry on Johnson and Legarrette Blunt. This is twice now we've seen Legarrette Blunt be really successful against the Patriots. Saw it in the Super Bowl when he was with the Eagles, and we saw it now here. It's just this run. If you can't stop the run. You can't go far. That's very, very concerning. We already know what passing backs can do against us. Um, Theo Riddick, he had a pretty decent game as well. He had three receptions, but one of those receptions went for 20 yards. You know, those are big plays out there. So is it lack? Is it the lack of playmakers now on this defense? Has this defense got exposed? Because, you know, week one, everything looked dandy. It was like, oh, wow. Flores got this new type of defense, rushing. We're going to get to the quarterback. And that was just looking like maybe Deshaun Watson was just not ready. It's it's, it's, it's tough to really watch and, and dissect. It's just, again, agreeing with what you just said, the first game of the season, it looked like this defense has, was just, you know, had a new identity in a sense of what they were able to do on the on the field. And now it's kind of, I don't want to say kind of reverting back to what we've seen, you know, in the past. In a sense, it's, it's looking even worse. You know, it's 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 run. it's you bad. Can't you can't run. stop yeah. the run, and then you know, it's kind of back to a sense with a secondary. You, they can't stop anybody. You just you just listed off earlier three guys that the that the Lions have in Tate, Jones, and and, and Galloway, and those guys all had soft. All the games, all has solid games. Didn't stop one. Those are, you know, Stafford's three options out there, and you couldn't, you know, sometimes you come into a game if you're opposing defense and say, all right, let's take one guy out the pitcher. You know, let's hold down one guy, take him out the pitcher, other two go off, or other one go off. We'll we'll we'll, we'll deal with that. These three went out there and did their thing like it was just another day in the office, and that's usually not the Patriots' mo. They're usually good at, you know, sometimes taking away a teams. Playmaker, yeah. a couple of playmakers are slowing somebody down. They didn't do that at all. Again, this is probably the best game that you know Matt Stafford has put together all season. You know he struggled it's, so far. It's not probably it is. <laughs> this is their first win. Mike. He struggled so far, and you know to come out today to do what they did against the Patriots, it's just you know I'm excuse me, I'm so sorry, but I'm just shocked. I'm very shocked. That's all I can sit here and say because I did not see the Patriots allowing the Detroit Lions and just Matt Patricia, a Matt Patricia team to do that. It, it just it just caught me off guard. <laughs> it, it caught it definitely caught the Patriots off it guard sure too. Did. Sloppy performance, especially after a loss against Jaguars. You really expected the Patriots to buckle down and move forward, but this was it was sloppy, Mike. I don't know. You know, a lot of things came out this week. You know, the book Ian Connor wrote about the Patriots. You brought in Josh Gordon. You brought in, you brought back Cyrus Jones. 
You know, a lot of outside factors. I don't know if that worked into it. You would think a Bel- Bill Belichick coach team would come in prepared. They, they weren't prepared. Once again, they were not prepared, and they got outplayed. It's not that Lions are a better team. They were a better team tonight, but they're not a better team than the Patriots, but they got outplayed, and that's concerning. And that's all I got to say for this game, man. <laughs> that's, that was, it was very concerning. You know, again, like I kind of said earlier, this is not the first time with the Patriots. I probably played a string of, you know, bad games early on in the season and then kind of moving into the second half. They kind of flip the script and go on a run leading up to the postseason. Uh, who's to say that that's not, that's not the case or that is the case for this season? You know, you can never, I think in, you know, the 18, 19, 20 years of Bill Belichick and Brady, you can never really count them out. Obviously, they might have a bad loss or a couple right. bad losses in a row. They might lose two out of three or something like that. But there seems to, they always seem to be there when it really matters. They always seem to get the wins and be in the right position to possibly get home field advantage or win the AFC. You know, it remains to be seen. Each season is different for the Patriots. The outcome in, in terms of how they finish the season is usually the same because they're probably one of the best teams. But, you know, Right now, especially seeing how teams like Kansas City's playing, you know, yeah, but the AFC is not like what it used to be. It's 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 gonna it's it's gonna you know they have to bounce back from this game. They have to. They have to. And I think we said the next game is against the Miami Dolphins. You know, they're hot, and this the Dolphins not, are playing this well. This is not a team that's it's not your old Miami Dolphins. They're probably the best team in the AFC East right now, if I stay corrected. I think they're at the top of the division. Um, but Patriots, regardless of what Miami Dolphins record is, Patriots want to write the ship. They need to do it against the Dolphins. That's just without being said. You cannot start the season one and three. Yeah. Damn, man. Do, do you remember the last time the Patriots were one and three in your lifetime? I couldn't tell you the last time I saw the Patriots go one and three to start the season. In the first four games, it's just it's not something that's happened in the Belichick Brady era. Real quick before we end this off, Mike, great conversation that's happening in the chat that I want to speak on quickly. You know, I believe Ryan Mooney was the one who brought it up. This Patriots, you know, throughout the years, we know the Patriots of this bringing journeymen in and, you know, plugging them in and making the best out of them whether it be like a Kyle Van Noy type of player, you know, getting guy who's not really highly touted, but you bring him in, you put him in the system, and it works out. Is Belichick now starting to see what happens when you don't you don't go out? We all know Boston, New England in general, they don't go out and they don't pay players big money. You know, they try to get guys on the low, undercover guys, you know, undrafted here and there. Now – now you've got a bunch of guys who, you know, they're not highly touted. They're not big-name, five-star recruit players. And they're getting beat out there bad. These linebackers are getting beat. You're seeing players run on them constantly. So it's getting to the point now where maybe it's like, wow, look what's happening. You you, you kick out Collins. You kick out Chandler Jones. You know, Hightower's been injured now, so he's not what he used to be. You get you get a, a twin brother who's not – does not play like his twin brother. <laughs> so, you, you know, you, you get these players who are not great, 
but might work in your system. And now it's starting to seem like, oh, it's not working out as it used to have, as it used to be. So that's that's not something I want to harp on right now, but it's something to look into going into the future. You know, like you, like I said, I'm not pushing the panic button yet. I am not. The Edelman is coming back soon. Josh Gordon. I, we all know how the Patriots are in, this, in September. Going through October, November, December, they get better. But I am concerned, and I'm going to leave it at that. Yeah, I think there's no reason to be a Patriots fan and and not, you know, display some feelings of concern because the Jacksonville Jaguars loss was a bad loss. But then tonight's loss, you're like, nah, come on. You couldn't come out and, and get this victory over this team, that team, Matt Patricia, your former former coach on your staff. You know, there's no reason to feel any shame in having concern about the game. But, again, they have a chance to right the ship and, and, and get back in the win column. You know, you can go these four, first four games and you can sit at two and two and not saying – or maybe you can say Edelman's a, is Edelman a savior? Or does Edelman come back and things just snap into place for the offense? I don't know. I really don't know. I don't. In my personal opinion, I don't see Edelman, you know, returning after suspension and, and being, you know, a savior for the team. I think it's a it's a lot more than Julian Edelman for the he team. He helps in third downs for sure. Uh, but you know, getting him back obviously, I feel like will be a huge help, and. You know, you could finish out this first four games two and two, and and and, it's, from there. and go from there. You know, I don't think you're completely out of the picture, out of the race in a sense. But you come out two for two, sitting at five hundred. You get Edelman back, Brady's best favorite target, favorite target, and and you know, hopefully, the defense takes a turn for the better and, and moves forward. So, Mike, let's let's you know, let's end it off right, guys. Thank you for all the comments. You guys are killing it tonight. Staying up with us late, late, late. late but, but you know what time it is, man. It's the stars and sorries of the game. So, Mike, let's give out some stars, man. You know, you know, it was a sorry night, but let's give out some stars for the night. The stars. And you guys give out some stars. Sorry to interrupt. <laughs> sorry. But you guys give out some stars to let us know who you guys believe is the star of the game. This star for me is going to be shocking. Because I never thought I'd give oh, this star out. This is wow. Wow, wow, wow. But I just got to completely be honest about it and give a star to Matt Patricia. Sheesh. Wow. Matt From Patricia. Mike Knights. Yeah. If you've been watching us for the last couple of seasons as we've done this show, I've never been a fan of Matt Patricia. You know, I've never been a fan of him as a defensive coordinator. I, I think he just sucks. But the fact that he was able to have his team stand up tall on their home field and not only beat the Patriots, but to hold them to 10 points, hold Tom Brady to just yeah. 10 points. That's true. You know, I did not see that happening in my wildest dreams. And Matt Patricia led his team to do that. They put up, you know, 26 points, but they held the Patriots. They held Tom Brady in, in the offense. To, to 10 points. And, you know, not only Tom Brady, but he, he held his former 
coaching mate and and, and um, McDaniel's Josh McDaniel's to ten points. You know, you know if they're best buddies or whatever the case, and if they come off after the game and say, "Hey, man, I, I I shut you down today." I don't know. Maybe not. Didn't seem like even a handshake after the game was, right. was pretty friendly. I don't know. But with that being said, I'll give Matt Patricia a star of the game. Kudos to you guys. Definitely. What a game and what a game plan you had for your team and setting them up and having them be ready and have confidence to play against the Patriots. I'll give Matt Patricia a star of the game. I agree, man. Hey, I'd be stupid to give any Patriots player a star of the game. I just can't do that. So I'm going to give it to Carrion Johnson. 16 carries, 101 yards, you know, torch, torch the Patriots defense torched them and Mike this is the first 100 yard running back for the um Detroit Lions since Reggie Bush wow Reggie Bush in Thanksgiving 2013 wow whoa yes carry on Johnson and you know I feel like these records always always happen against the Patriots. <laughs> these these type of records always happen against us but I'm gonna give it to to Reggie Bush and like you mentioned earlier Matt Patricia defense when you get Brady a stat line of 14 to 26, 113, 133 yards, one touchdown and interception, what is this, 2002? Oh, my goodness. It looked like a 2002 stat. No, David Patton out there. Jesus. So, yeah. <laughs> Star to carry on Johnson and the Lions defense. But when there's the good, there's the bad. And on this show right here, when you're bad, we tell you, Sorry. Uh, I'm looking at the comments, man. I'm seeing people say, "What stars? What they have for stars?" First of all, someone said Pat's had stars. <laughs> I mean, D. Murphy said Pat's had stars. That's how bad he felt about this game. But I'm seeing some stars, some some sorries coming out. Dreamville out there, he giving a sorry to the goat. Mm. Dreamville, you right? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Dreamville, right? Hold on, hold Dreamville. On, hold on, hold on, hold on. I mean, what are Dreamville you about to do on this life. show? What are you about to do on this show right now, Mike? Look, Marv. What are you about to do on this show right now? We gotta tell it how it is. You gotta call it right down the middle. What are tell you it. about to do on this show right now? We gotta tell it how it is. It must is. be late. It gotta be late. Man, the late night got me feeling funny. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. But Marv, come <sighs> on. Woo! 14 of 26, 133 yards, a touchdown and interception. Come on now. What are you about to, what are you about to say? What are you about to say? Tom Brady. That's, excuse me, that stat line right there, that's not even for average quarterback. That's below average. Oh, my. That's that stat line right there. Oh, my. I, I darn well will say it. Oh, my. That stat line right there from Tom Brady, that stat line is a sorry Tom Brady, damn. Ooh. Damn. That hurt. You know what? Say it's the Josh McDaniels, the play calling. He doesn't have any Ooh. weapons. Say what it is. When you the GOAT, sometimes you can make the impossible happen. And it just wasn't happening tonight for Tom Brady. Not saying he's a sorry player. Not saying he's going to have a sorry hold season. On, hold on. Jesus. Yeah, it's, it's all right. Tell me when you're done. God damn. It's just, it's just a bad night for Brady. You know, some the greatest. The greats have it sometimes. Hey, Tiger Woods won a PGA Tour today. <laughs> but before that win, he's been pretty sorry. He's been on the coming <laughs> up, but let's just be honest. Sometimes the greats just don't play well. Shout out to Tiger. Shout out to Tiger Woods. 
But Tom Brady tonight, you got to get a sorry, my guy. My goodness. That's just Tom what it is. Tom Brady, sorry. This is a first. So we've, done this, we've done this show for three years, Mike. Three years on CLNS. I ain't never heard you say sorry to Tom Brady. Like I said, sometimes you just got to tell it how it is straight up. Well, if I got to give a sorry, I've been saying it all night. If you've been watching from the beginning, you know who I'm giving this sorry to. Josh, Mick, Daniel. Sorry, sorry, sorry. This man sucked today. Bad game. He really had a bad game. This is a guy that you've been in practice with Matt Patricia for free, maybe four or five years. You know this man's defense. You know how to attack it. You go up against it from Monday to Friday. Mm -hmm. You finally face up against him with Tom Brady. You got the advantage. You got Brady. And you guys could only put up 10 points. Now, the defense was sorry as hell, too. <laughs> it was real sorry. Secondary's trash. Can't stop the run is trash. But Josh McDaniels, when you got Brady, you have Gronk, you got to find a way to put up points against this Lions defense that's been letting teams score on them. The sorry-ass Jets with Hey Darnold was scoring on them, okay? Hey Darnold. You hear me? Hey Darnold was scoring on them. You got Tom Brady the GOAT. Josh McDaniels. Josh McDaniels, I'm giving you a sorry. And you know what? I ain't gonna give a sorry to this guy yet. But Brian Flores, I see, I see the comments coming on Dreamville name. We on the same page. In my opinion, Brian Flores, you got about one more game. <laughs> <laughs> you got about one more game to have this defense looking this chop and this sorry, Brian Flores. And you're gonna be on this list real soon. You got about one more game. You you're wearing out your welcome a little bit here, having the defense playing trash these last two games. So, you know, against the Jacksonville Jaguars, pretty bad. Tonight against the Lions, okay, what's up here? You play one more game and, mm. and have this defense come out looking this bad, one mm. more game? Mm. I'm coming for you, Black Brian Flores. Let it be known right here. So get it together. I ain't going to give you a sorry just yet. It was a bad game. Defense is bad. You got about one more game to prove yourself, bro. One more. So we're going to wrap this up. But before, before we go, Mike Nice. What do we have coming up this week? For those of you who don't know, myself, Marv, and our guy Nick, we are now holding down the Patriots Roundtable show. Be on the lookout for that. We dropped our first couple of uh, shows last week. Look at look at those. You know, good 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 content for yeah, sure. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we'll have a couple more dropping this week. Be on the lookout, Patriots Roundtable. Roundtable. Myself, Marvin, Nick, uh, we'll have a lot of different conversations, a lot of stuff going on, not only with the Patriots, but all around the NFL, interesting news, whatever's going on that's that's in the media today. Be on the lookout for that. You know, another popping show that we have with a lot of great conversation, a lot of laughs, you know, uh, breaking down different things, analysis. That's coming out this week. So, yeah. That's that's a great show we have right there. That's it. You know, what would you describe it again? You said it was like Sports Nation meets PTI. It's a yeah, it's like a Sports Nation meets PTI meets around the horn. You know, uh -huh. we just popcorning around different like comments it. back and forth with a lot of laughs, a lot of entertainment, but a lot of great analysis and information as well. So again, be on the lookout for that dropping this week.
Well, guys, once again, it's late. You guys stuck up with us. That's beautiful. You know, one and two, Patriots got to look forward against the Miami Dolphins. We will be here. We will be here breaking it down. Hopefully, we give out more stars than sorrows. Yeah, hopefully, you know, the Patriots turn it around and they're back to the winning ways. And, you know, we could talk about a solid, good Patriots performance. But with that being said, again, this has been the Patriots post-game show on the CLNS Media Network. For Marvin Nizan, I am Mike Molyneux. We will see you guys next week after the Dolphins game.